Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of John and DV Save the World. Today, we have an extremely special guest, Lindsay yes. Smith. Yay! Hey, guys! Yes, um, Lindsay. Our viewers listening, Lindsay is one of our dearest friends, and today we are all here to discuss our top five uh, childhood movies and why they are important to us and our souls. So are you excited, Lindsay? How are you feeling? I'm really excited for you guys to see my movie. No, not even my movie choices, just my reasoning. Really? Yeah. I'm excited to hear it. I feel like I, I know. I'm what... excited to hear yours, John. So is DV. I don't know why. Literally, I told John, I t literally predicted that I feel like this is going to be our best yet, even though it's our third. Yeah, this is the best one so far. All right, Lindsay, we're going to start with you. Name okay. your first childhood movie, or your number five. Okay, so although there are five movies, this, for me, is in no particular order, because they are all just all special to me in their own way. So, but number five, I put... Any Scooby-Doo movie, like any movie that Scooby-Doo ever made. So my reasoning is, so Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo was introduced to me when I was like, even before kindergarten, like four years old or something, because I think my dad used to watch it when he was a kid, I think, I, I think, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Anyways, it's been in the family for a while. I even have like a giant Scooby-Doo like stuffed dog, you know, that I got from Universal when I was like three. Mm -hmm. Sleep with him every night, you know. Yeah. Scooby-Doo is very important to me. And I just felt like these movies just like were a cultural reset to yes. my like point of okay. view. And how okay. I, I also, I thought they made me like quirky as a five-year-old. <laughs> She's not like the other five-year-olds. Me being like, yeah, <laughs> I like mysteries. No, I Wait. like mysteries with monsters. Are the real monsters, re monsters are real people. Ew, that's deep. I knew that as so a five-year-old. Ew, you were one of those yeah. girls. Did and you? Yeah. Did you like the the animated ones or just the or the regular ones? Okay, live so action? so honestly, the when I when I uh, wrote this down, I was thinking like the animated ones originally, like the Scooby Doo Cyber Chase. I think yeah. that's, with the electric guy. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't remember if that's what it was called. But I remember, um, I remember that one and the alien one so vividly. And I just like, I swear to God, I think I watched them like every other day or something. And I had the computer game that was um, based off of the Cyber Chase movie. You so were like, I just, I was that, that was my like shit, you know. But when the live action ones came out, you know, like later in life with um, like Skull Island. Yeah. Yeah. I was like. I don't know how I feel about the Scooby because it scared me a little bit because I'd never seen a live action <laughs> Scooby before. But I end up, I, I love them. I think they're hilarious. And the fact that Fred and uh, Daphne are married in real life. They are? Yeah. yeah. It makes me so much happier. To That's the Scooby Doo that I got introduced to. I don't, I don't really watch the. Um, no, I. Cartoons. Yeah. I definitely so think Scooby Doo is literally like one of the most classic American films. For wait, all but children. TV. But no, no, hold on. TV, wait, wait, but TV, you never really got into Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I got into it, okay? And I blame my foreign parents, but I can appreciate it. I can most definitely appreciate it. No, yeah, okay. yeah. But the cartoon version, I think, um, like the very first series, um, just like Scooby-Doo, I'm pretty sure that's just what it's called, from like the 70s. And then I remember... I remember watching that one. I remember that one kind of uh, vividly. No, vividly. I remember that one kind of fairly because, like, right. that's what my dad introduced me to. But then, like, my time period when the Scooby, what's new Scooby Doo? I'm pretty sure when that, like, when the second part aired, I was like, yes, it is so That's that's what. Mm -hmm. And then it got worse along the way. That's but we don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. Okay, I'll do mine now. Okay. My number five for my top five childhood movies, I put down the first Incredibles. Almost, almost had that yes. one. Yes. So this, I have many reasons behind this. One, this was Pixar's very first uh, movie based on a whole family. The mm -hmm. entire story is about how each family member has their 
own piece of magic and superheroosity that makes them amazing. And together they can use their powers for good as a family. So I think that's a great life lesson for little children. Also, it was Pixar's very first computer animated film. So I did some oh, research word. and I have some fun facts for you guys. Oh. So the creator of The Incredibles, he came to Pixar with this family idea back in 1993. And Pixar estimated that it would probably take about 10 years to create this film for it being like computer animated and like do. the big idea. And the estimated budget for it was $92 million. Okay. So they were actually oh. wrong. It didn't take 10 years. It took 11. Really? Because um, the film came out in 2004. So when they started um, putting it all together with their computer animation, technology was evolving really fast. So a lot of things had to change. And the hardest part of the entire film to create, get this, was Violet's hair. Just really? alone to create Violet's hair took four years of computer animation. Four years to make Hell her Hell yeah. Just to make That's Violet's so cool. fucking hair. So if she was bald, we could have had this movie back in 2000. I would have gave up if it exactly. took four years to make hair. I quit. I just think it's an uh, extremely it heroic movie. That's interesting. I would like to I would like to elaborate on that. When The Incredibles 2 came out, uh when I went to go see it in theaters, of course, I was just like crying the whole time, not because well, yes, because of how good it was, but also because of the detail that they put in there. Yeah. Like you could see the fuzz on their shirts and like yeah. the strands of hair like sticking out like that. And what you just said, it took 4 years to create Violet's hair. It took them so much longer to like make everything else and I and like well I don't know if it did or not but like I'm glad we had to wait that long for the second one because it was it's like the only sequel to any movie I actually like better than the original yeah that was like really amazing huh yeah I like it more mm -hmm. hmm. well I the detail is just immaculate that is I, true I don't have <laughs> maybe I should be more prepared I don't have fun facts but, That's okay, John. <laughs> wait, we're doing a number five or number one? I was about to say number one. That's okay. I don't five. either. Oh, okay. Number five. So let's go back down to this. Okay. This one. <laughs> okay. This kind of scared me for like a year. But then after that year, I got over it. And now I, I still watch it. So it's Cat in the Hat. But <laughs> the. <laughs> the live action? Yes, the live action one. The live action? Yes. That is one of my favorite movies of Phenomenal. all. Phenomenal. It's okay. It was. It is a cinematic masterpiece. I don't care what anybody says. Okay. Especially that part towards the end where like the, the house changes and it's like lava and all. That. It's amazing. Um. And also, I always wanted to. Oh, eat, for sure. I wanted to eat the food that they made on their little cooking show, even though it didn't look edible or seem edible. So, oh yeah. yes, Jim Carrey is one of my favorite actors ever. He yes. literally. He's made magical. that role. I mean, how do you play a cat from Dr. Seuss? Right. <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. Exactly. And all the, when you go back and watch it as an adult or like as an older teenager, uh, especially like all the little jokes in there, like you dirty hoe. Right, like right. Stuff like that, was, it sends me. I'm like, how do they get away with this? It's a children's movie. Exactly. And I think it was rated PG. I think so. Easily, yeah. Yeah, that's a classic. That's one of my favorite. That yeah, that's one of my favorite. Little hidden treasures. Okay, what's your number four, Lindsay? Mm, okay, my number four. I think I would have to say, um, the Lilo and Stitch movies. Okay, so, so okay, so here are my reasons why. When I saw the first one, I actually remember. Um, so. The first family car that we had was a minivan with a TV, you know, for road right. trips. So my sister don't, like, bitch in the back and, you know, cry and scream. Like, we're entertained. Classic. So I remember my fifth birthday party was at Chuck E. Cheese. And someone gave me um, Lilo and Stitch, but the second one, Stitch, has a glitch on a DVD. And I remember, I remember that. that was, I, that's the only present I remember getting, right? Yeah. So I, I think I have 
more um more of a connection to the second movie than the first one but i love them both equally every movie after that is just enjoyable but the first and second one hit something different um reasons i've always felt a spiritual connection to stitch i don't know what it is but it's just like it's just like he just he does his own thing you know and he's just his own person um the second movie, Stitch has a Glitch, I remember watching it in the minivan with the TV, and when Stitch almost dies in the um, little escape pod spaceship thingy, and Lilo brings him the flower and says, like, something about Ohana, I remember I was in the back, like, <laughs> and, like, and, like, I had um, headphones, right, because no one else could hear the sound except for me, mm-hmm. and I remember my mom turning around and being like, what's the matter? And I said, nothing, I'm <laughs> so... That was, um, yeah, but also, um, Lilo is also a fucking savage, and I respect her so much. When she, okay, first of all, Lilo and Nani are Hawaiian, and this bitch, Myrtle, come up here with pasty white-ass skin and ginger hair, acting like she owns this place. No, bitch, you're on their land. That makes sense. It taught us about land and cultures exactly so in the first movie when lilo was you know literally like like wrecking molly myrtle shit right. I, i'm just like period bite her see if anyone you know anyway so i'm like go off then um so yeah so much respect for lilo also nani her sister is the most underrated character in all of disney she universe is. she literally <laughs> carried the whole movie like I'm sorry, not to mention, she literally raised and supported Lilo on her own and was trying to work multiple jobs slash find multiple yeah. jobs while, like, not being able to, like, date David, even though we all knew that she was in love with him. Their parents <gasps> died. Yeah. And Disney creators gave her a little tummy chub, which is a realistic yeah. expectation for women of that age. And Nani wasn't even 20. I think she was 18 or 19. She was 18, I think. <gasps> Or that 19. I think she was so 19. Iconic. I think she was 19, too. So, and, like, she was also... Nani literally was having to deal with real, like, problems. Yeah, and she, that's true. And when she got fired from the, um, from that one restaurant with, uh, where David was, um, like, throwing the fire, and then, uh, Stitch had, like, Stitch bit Pleakley, even though, like, him and, um, uh, shoot, what's the other guy's name? We're in disguise, and yeah. the manager fired Nani. Lila was like, he worked for vampires, didn't he? And then um, Nani was like, yeah, he wanted me to join his clan or something. Lila was like, I knew it. Nani literally <laughs> lets Lilo be a child, and it just, it really, it really gets, it hits home for me. Nani yeah. is so important. Um, There's so many broken family points that could relate. Period. Um, last point, though, the soundtrack? bomb are you kidding me those songs are bops hawaiian roller coaster ride hawaiian roller coaster ride are you kidding me i play it on repeat literally brav it's on my summer playlist i believe it's it. so good makes me want to surf literally me too i want to learn how to surf so bad i remember i actually went through like a phase where like i was really obsessed with hawaiian and i learned a phrase from that song it was like um it was tell us Oh my god, hold on, let me remember. Um, hold on. Oh, she's remembering. Oh, <laughs> frick, hold on. Come back to me, come back to me. I'll remember it in a sec. I'll come back to you. Listen, I would never be able to surf, actually, because I can't even ride a bike, so my balance? Just imagine, I'd drown. I want to surf. Oh, I remember it, I remember it, I remember it. Oh my god, JP, you're so right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was, um, uh, Oh, wiki wiki, my lohi lohi, love my aqua papa and alu. What Hawaiian John, get with the cultural reset, baby. Well, what you, like, what, what it does that like, mean? It like, was like, um, it was like, hello, fellow surfers. Uh, don't dilly dally come along with your surfboard. It was something along those lines. I remember I had the translation down somewhere, but I forgot it. I'm gonna look it up though. Um, Please but, do. Uh, DB, what's your next movie? All right. My number four is the entire series of The Cheetah Girls. I almost put that on there. The Cheetah Girls, I truly believe, and this is very, very similar to all your points that you made for Lilo and Stitch. 
Mm -hmm. Um, The Cheetah Girls, their first movie was back in 2002, and it's about these girls from all different walks of life, all different cultures, all experiencing the same thing together and coming together with music. Okay, how beautiful is that? It talked about real life problems like the foster care system, broken mm-hmm. families, divorce, um, struggling like mothers and daughter relationships. And I think it really showed like young impressionable girls that like we're not alone. Everybody deals with real life stuff every single day, yet they all came together with music and they became successful just by being themselves. Mm-hmm. And friendship I thought was amazing I love the culture specifically the second movie was impeccable when they went to Barcelona and she fell in love with that little hottie boy immaculate okay I agree so much I I remember them but I know beautiful I remember watching them but I don't remember them like well enough but I do remember I do remember, like, me and my sister just going, amigas, chitas, friends for life, that song. I remember just dancing to that, so. And okay, wait, think- so I did find the translation. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, you keep going. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the translation I said earlier uh, is further in the song, but the Awigli, Milo, Hilohi, that was um, a busy week from Slow Down. We do not have Lulu, the broad waves rise, oceans of the ocean, I love working with you. It's something like that. Google it's Translate also might be wrong, but <laughs> oh well. So Close beautiful. Enough. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. A busy week from the slowdown. Bring your surfboard. That's all it is, pretty much. Okay. They're like, chill. Let's go. Chill. It's like that. Exactly. Anyways, exactly. I love it. I love it. But keep. But going. back to the Cheetah Girls is that I think this was one of the first Disney original movies that captivated like musical theater, okay? That was all it was. They sang and danced in the streets, baby, in the streets. The choreography was impeccable. So yeah, I think it has incredible life lessons for girls and boys, well, mainly girls, because we run the world. You go, John. All right. Uh, Once again, there is no deeper meaning or, or... uh, like special reason, it's just a that's good okay. movie. <laughs> Polar Express. Oh, um, yes, that's a great one. Uh, yeah, it's, it's one of my favorites because it's, I think it, it's one of the first movies. Well, <coughs> it's one of my favorite, not first, I don't know why I said first, one of my favorite Christmas movies, but because it has everything, like it has a good story. Um, yeah. it has good music too. That one song, um, 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 um hot, hot, hot. We like yeah, it. the hot chocolate song, and the other, the other song that they sang. The, the little black oh, girl and the boy. Um, um, where is it? No, it's... it's Christmas comes to town. No, no, no. Yeah, it's, when it's, Christmas comes, comes to, town. to town. Yes, yes. That yes, one. that's not when I'm singing. Yes, that is a good so, song. I, oh, my God. What else was it? Um, Oh, my God. And and they have... It's so many good moments, like, when... Or just like just like moments where just my heart be racing, even still, like when For real. even now I'm like, is he gonna catch the train? Is he gonna miss the train in the beginning? Or or when Dude, um I cannot tell you when when he lose that girl ticket and it, it right. goes into the, the vent. Oh my god, that broke or then my heart. when he's on top of the, the train and he meets the like animation the, is amazing it is. phenomenal. And then when really, he meets really like cool. the ghost homeless guy on top, um yep. And then they go to the tunnel, or yeah. and then they go down the hill. The little puppet, or even the little yeah. puppet, the the puppet train uh, cart. Yeah, Seriously, and then when they finally got to the North Pole, how like it looked so pretty. It was just that's a it's good. It's a movie. beautiful story, and I think what's the life lesson in that one? Like trust yourself, follow your dreams. Oh, no. believe, 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 believe. Yeah. believe. Forgot about that. Oh my god, I saw this really funny Twitter post where it was like, um, when it's like Christmas time, get together with your friends. Um, and we all watch the Polar Express, except, like, you somehow just, like, record it, like, or something, and you edit out the bells jingling, so when you watch it with your friends... Oh, uh, like, yeah. They can't hear the bells. I, uh, if that happened to me, I think I would, like, cry. I would be I'd depressed. Cry. No cap. I count to you guys how mad I was when I found out the Polar Express was not real, and it did really? not come to my house on Christmas Eve. Yes, I was pissed off. I was like, Mom, the Polar Express didn't come. <laughs> The Polar Express didn't come. <laughs> what the fuck is up with that? <laughs> okay, Lindsay, what is your number three? Mm, okay, number three. 
Okay, we're getting down into it. Okay, number three. I think I would have to say the High School Musical movies. Oh, okay. Well, less of the third one, just because I couldn't relate as much when I was littler. Like, now I can, but, like, when I was littler, I couldn't. Right. I do remember... I do remember watching the first one when it came out with um, Ashton and Alexis and my sister. Ashton and Alexis are our neighbors, and we're all really close. So mm-hmm. I remember watching it with them, and um, and I remember in the, the start of something new, when Zac Efron takes off his jacket, um, Alexis and Maddie were talking to me and Ashton. They were like, don't look, don't look, he's getting naked. And we're like, what does that mean? So what does that mean? Um, anyway, so I just... Yes. I don't even know if we were in, no, wait, we would have been because it was 2006. Yes. I was anyways. two. So, yeah. So yeah. anyways, oh my God, I was five. Anyways, we, I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, I, I really, uh, the main, the common factor with all these movies is I remember watching them for the first time, but um, so that's like what, that's one thing that I really appreciate about it. But um, for High School Musical, it really, it really did ignite the musical theater, like, spark in me. Like, sub- really? Yeah, because sub- I remember um, the second movie was my shit. Like, the second movie, I, remember- I think, is the best one. Oh, yeah. Easily. Um, though we can work this out. I remember I I have this book from like me in kindergarten and it's like, it's just like a questionnaire book and you put pictures in it. And my sister was helping me fill it out. And it was like, what's your favorite song? Most kids would have said, uh, boom, chicka, boom, boom, or the ABCs. But I said, we can work this out. And I swear to God, I remember playing that movie, like trying to dance with it. And of course, like I cannot dance uh, at five years old. So I remember like dancing with it. whatnot and um and oh yeah so that was just like my favorite song to bop to and um I see it as a trend on TikTok now people are trying to learn Disney channel dances yeah and that one was one of them and like I kind of like learned a little part from it and it like really like just oh it it released so much serotonin from my body like on god (sighs) um also the high school musical it gave me a Sharpay mindset like, you are the star. You yes. are important. Like, okay, most people aren't ready for this conversation yet, but Sharpay was the victim. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. Is Troy Bolton going to do one, two, three musicals? He just, he got lucky. He has a good voice. How is he going to get into Juilliard and Sharpay isn't? <laughs> like, someone tell me, please. Sharpay worked her ass off since birth. To be a star on Broadway. And what did she get? Nothing. Diddly squat shit. Nothing. That's so true. Sharpay works so hard. And I'm so sorry that the movies portrayed her as a bitch, but people just weren't ready for her. They weren't. I mean, honestly, I never viewed her as a bitch. I kind of viewed her as, like, a big power move in society. You know? Yeah, I... I... When I first saw the movie, I saw her as mean, but only because my sister said she was. So you need to stop listening to her, you know? so anyways Sharpay um I love her and she is like th- she's the reason I am who I am today um also um I know I think that's it yeah it just it really it really just made me like I remember also it made me really excited for high school really and everybody yeah. says that yeah I, I mean even though but yeah. I understand. Even though it wasn't anything like high school, except for in the theater department. Um, yeah, I, and actually, I remember watching that movie with, and Miss Darvis, you know, being the teacher that she is, I'm like, ooh, I hope they're not like that in real life. <laughs> Here I am today. I um, mean, literally. Well. <laughs> and the dances and everything, which, and especially in number two, bet on it. It just, it is also a cultural reset, you know? Sometimes I do. You just I really gotta stare at your reflection and splash it. You know, definitely. I think the, the freaking songwriters and screenwriters for all of those movies did an amazing job. I think mm. I don't. I think Cheetah Girls and High School Musical are the best um, franchises to come out of Disney original movies. Better than Camp Rock, um, in my opinion. For sure, for sure. Is I like Camp Rock is good, but it's not like God tier like those two. That's true. I was. It was really good. It was really and, good. Yeah, and even though, like, Disney Channel kind of sucks now, um, 
I, I sometimes, so one of the kids I babysit, uh, we watched Descendants together a lot and she mm. is obsessed. And so when I play it, she's singing the song, she's doing the dances as best she can. Cause she's in like first grade, second grade. Um, mm-hmm. I think, um, but I see a musical theater kid in the making. Cause what do all those kids have in common? Some sort of musical theater like aspect Exactly. on Broadway three times or twice. I don't remember, but exactly. I agree. It's, Disney. Disney is making some musical theater kids. Oh, 100%. I mean, we're not going to talk about High School Musical, the musical, the series, but anyways, my number three. We, (laughs) please, I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk about that right now. Anyways, okay, so my number three, I have Up, the 2009 classic film. Oh, wow. So I decided to write this down. One, I think it's a beautifully made, beautifully crafted Pixar film. Um, I think the story's amazing. I think the life lesson about adventure is incredible. Um, and it was one of Pixar's first movies that they made where the storyline wasn't based off of like a love story. It was completely about just two walks of life having an adventure, which I think is great. But another big reason why I rank this as my number three is. Okay, let's just think back, right? Let's do a little flashback moment. Just walk back with me. First time you're watching Up, okay? Just think back to that day. When they started playing um, the beginning scene where Married Life, the song is in the background Mm -hmm. and it takes us through the love story of Carl and Ellie. Mm -hmm. um, It talked about really like big like deep sad life stuff like when they couldn't have a baby and it was the scene of them in the fertility clinic and of course like when she died and him in his old house missing her opening up the book all these memories it was really really sad now as you're watching it as a kid we didn't know exactly what was happening but we felt the emotion heavily i don't know if it's because of yes. the song or the scenes, but we felt it. And actually, that scene, that beginning scene with Married Life was the longest um, scene in Pixar without any dialogue. And I think it told like one of the deepest, most meaningful stories in Disney. Just like that scene is a minute and 40 seconds long, but it told literally their entire life story. So I think it's great. And to pile on top of, to pile on top of like the, the deep stuff, um, when Carl is old and he he goes outside to get mail or something, the whole world around him is changing. Like, ah. like it's with the, uh, shoot, oh my god, I just went blank, with the, like, construction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, Construction workers and, like, all this, like, like, new city stuff around him instead of just nature. It just, uh, so... It, it, uh, exactly. I can kind of relate to the freaking elderly population right now going through a global pandemic. Are you kidding me? They never thought that they would see this in their life. Right. TV, sorry. Unrelated. I just realized I'm wearing incredible socks. Period. <laughs> Look at this franchise I was talking about. That's why it was number five, baby. You go, John. What's I, your number three? Also, I want to say I, um, I've only watched Up once, but anyways, so... <laughs> Oh, wait, um, John, hold on, wait. Are you going to go on to yours? Because I just thought of one more thing to elaborate on to DBs. Uh-huh, go ahead. Um, also, when I go to Disney, and if I'm ever in Animal Kingdom, I always make sure to say hi to Doug and Russell because oh, yeah. it's just the cutest thing. And it's just, I don't know what it is, but, like, they are, like, the only characters who will actually, like, make me, like, like cry afterwards. So just, wholesome. Like, it's, it really is. And then the fact that they have, like, Kevin rock, walking around. It's just, it's something about it that's just, like, it hits different than seeing Mickey, you know? Yeah, because it really is such a classically <clears throat> made story of just adventure and how it's never too late to fulfill your dreams. I think that's the exactly. big life lesson there. Never too late. Okay. Exactly. Okay, John. Go, John. So, rule number three, right? Yeah. yeah. So, also, we have 15 minutes. So, oh, you can extend it. Yeah, true. So my third one is, again, no deep meaning or, <laughs> you know, reason, no special facts. It's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Classic. Uh, oh, my God. Such a good movie. That's one of my Broadway favorite show. movies. And Wait, which uh, one? The, the, the original one, or the one with Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp. Okay, I like, yeah. I like them both. Mm-hmm, yeah. I like the one with Johnny Depp really more. Good, but yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, just because, you know. And uh, I like it so much. It's such a good movie. I wish it was real because I remember just wanting to eat everything. Um, oh, yeah. Loki, he was killing them kids, though, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Yeah. Great life lesson. You know, if you don't like someone, just shoot them down, baby. Basically, put them in a truck right. and see where they go. Right. Yeah, or that, actually, what... it wasn't Mr. Wonka's fault. It was the kids' fault. Yeah, nobody all, told like, them to be brass. hard-headed. Because remember, they, no. all, they all did what they wanted to do, and Charlie was the only one that minded his business. Exactly. Right. That be taught warm. you to mind, mind your, your business. business. Yes, right. mind your business. I think the life lesson there is that be poor and proud of it. You know <laughs> basically. It can be far. If you're basically. proud of being broke, look where it took him. In every movie, the poor person always wins. I mean, Fact. say it loud. Um, you're in town. Whoa. Girl, anywho. <laughs> Come on, Lindsay. Um, no, me and DB saw Charlie and Chocolate Factory uh, at the Fox. I know. It is one of the most incredible show, like, well put together, like, tech-wise, acting-wise. It was really good, and like, I just that really, like, it really did bring it to life for me. Like, aside from the movies, it was just, it was incredible. I think that movie is also great because I mean, watching it as a kid is like really magical and fun, like chocolate candy for people. But yeah. when you watch it as an adult, it's still so magical, and I think that's how you know it's a good movie when it yeah. brings back, yeah. especially. Oh my gosh! Okay, my turn. Yes, this yes. is your number okay. two. I cannot, I hate, I, my number two, my number one really do not have a rank. They really don't. Okay. I think I'm going to save my most controversial one for last, though. Um, oh, is it Spongebob the movie? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so, my number two is Barbie the Princess and the Pauper. Along with, Girl. along with any other Barbie movie. Because, well, except for, like, the newest one. Because they're not that good, but like everything past the Diamond Castle, in my opinion, sucks. But um, okay, we're not gonna talk about that. it. But Barbie, the Princess and the Popper was the very first one I saw, and let me tell you, I had I had the Barbies of I had Barbie of the Barbies, or you know what I'm saying? I had Erica and Annalise as Barbies, yeah. and uh, you pressed a button and they sang. Yes. I really, I had I had all the coll- like I had I had the cats, I had Wolfie and Serafina. I had a, one, uh, like yeah. a stuffed like animal cat named Serafina. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it just Princess and the Popper. It's it literally is the best Barbie movie because it has the best music um and the best lessons. <laughs> it's just like a, again, same thing with the poor people, you know, like <laughs> That's true. Uh, like there's just there's so much I have to say about this movie, but I'm trying to like limit myself. Um. A few key points, though, um, that this movie taught me to never settle for any man unless he is like Julian. Julian literally gave Annalise the world, even though she already had it, and he still gave her more. Like, <gasps> so a man. Um, also, the, um, the scene with Erica in the bathtub with Wolfie, and she's like, but you're more than that. You're a dogish cat. So the other day I was taking a bubble bath, right? And of course Midnight likes to, um, Midnight is my cat, by the way. She likes to be in the bathroom with me. I don't know why I think she has um, attachment issues. Anyways, oh, yeah. I saw all of us. In the bathtub, like on TikTok, in my bubble bath, Midnight hops up on the side of the tub and is just sniffing the bubbles. So immediately I have to play the song and I have to sing along with it. I literally lived out my dream. Of course. Um, John, I don't know if you've ever seen Barbie the Princess and the Popper, but I, think, I haven't. That's why I, I think you need anything. to watch it with me and DV. You have been deprived. It is. It, I told you I've been deprived of a childhood. <laughs> all of these Barbie movies are also, and I know I said this about everything, but they are a cultural reset. It's they an really incredible are. franchise. Lindsay, it really you know is. how you know how hard it was for me to find five childhood movies oh, put on here. Putting like John, ATM. I was about to put. I was about to put Friday on here. As soon as all this is over, we we are going to get together and do a childhood movie marathon because Boys I, in the Hood. Yeah. That's when I was about to quit. Well, we watch Barbie movies, baby. So. And also, just like, it just like they're the costumes in Princess and the Popper, and like the lessons, and like the trust issues, and Nick and Knack, DB. That is me and you. 
I, I mean, 100%. 100%. Yeah, we felt you were Erica and Annalise, but no, no, we're not. Yeah, that's true. And I think the reason why all those movies were so successful is one, because it's Barbie, but also I think they're one of the first to create a movie out of a toy. So all of these children, all of these children were so excited to see their toys literally come to life the franchise and the fact that in some of these barbie movies like um barbie the magic of the pegasus literally had they made separate bloopers for the movie that is another thing about this franchise that just makes it so god tier you know yeah they really really brought it to life i totally Barbie movies are just they literally like there's nothing like them like Oh, I saw this one TikTok, and I'm totally stealing the idea. When I get married, or eh, if I get married, um, <laughs> I am walking down the aisle with um, the 12 dancing princesses, the, ah, ah, yes. ah, that little soundtrack. I'm walking down the aisle with that on, with my nice, pretty dress. Maybe it's at all- Disney, I don't know. Okay, listen. What? For my number two, I was going to put a Barbie-related movie, but I knew that it was going to be on your list. So to avoid crosswords, I thought of like, okay, what's the closest second? So my number two childhood movie is the original 1950 Cinderella. Yes. This is why I put this as my number two. Number (coughs) first is Cinderella's obviously an extremely beautiful, magically made princess. She was one of the originals. Um, The story itself, the main life lesson is like dream big or whatever, but really she just marries a rich man and becomes a princess. That's that. But something about that movie, if we think about the time it was made, okay, 1950, that is so Uh magical, the entire concept. Little girls who watched this movie back then dreaming that they can have a lavish life like that is pretty incredible. And the way that the film has carried itself throughout history, every single generation of little girls and boys at one point have fallen in love with Cinderella. Whatever remake it was, the one with Selena Gomez, the black one, I love that one, all of it. Black one. All of The black one. With Brandy. Black one. Brandy. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Let me look it up. Okay. You don't. That's the only Cinderella I watched. <laughs> Anyways, hang on. So, I have a fun fact for you guys. So, the original tale, like the ancient tale of Cinderella, when they were writing this back in 1950, they wanted to stick to the original story oh, as much. Sorry. About you got it. I just I just found it. Yeah, I found it. I remembered it. Yeah, I forgot about it for a second. But I remembered it. Just for a second. Back to those controversial topics from last week. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so they wanted to stick to the original story, right? So they were reading about the ancient story. And in the story, it said that Cinderella had bear slippers. So bear, the old French word for bear, is glass. So that's why they made the glass slippers, you know, the way they are. Oh, but, oh really? But, Bear is actually a very old English term for squirrel fur. So in the original tale, is squirrel fur? Slippers, yes, we're squirrel, but now they're glass. Just they thought it meant glass. But anyways, I think it's extremely magical. And I think even if I watch it right now, I'll still feel the same way that I watched it when I was five years old. So easily, Disney just has that impact on you. They do. They do. Fun fact: all these Disney um, like stories. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Like the the if there's a feud or if they're like what beef there is but i don't know if disney stole them from the from like the grim brothers because you know about the grim brothers right yeah tv you know yeah yeah yeah. okay so the grim brothers uh the cinderella one because how um in the disney movie the stepsisters um are just like ignored or something because their feet are too big but in the grim <laughs> yeah. brothers not only and this happens in into the woods too the musical but um not only does the stepmother cut off their, like, part of their feet, like, their heels and their toes to yeah. fit in the slippers, but also, at the very end, Cinderella calls the birds, because she has that like, power, yeah. and pokes their, their eyes, eyes out. out. Literally, like, <gasps> it's so gruesome and, like, scary. All, like, all the fairy tales are, like, horrible. Dark. Yeah, a whole other it's awesome. I love it. I think it's so cool. But the stepsisters at Disney, like, when you meet them, they are just phenomenal, and I hope I get to play one someday. They're hilarious. They're hilarious. I love them. I, I think, I think, and I, I thought in the second Cinderella movie, I think, or the third one, I don't remember which one it is, but when Anastasia finds love with the baker, 
I think she deserved I've that. Ne- I've never she watched that. Bitchy. Did you ever watch it, DB? John, yes, I have. John, we need to really set up a little movie Bro, day. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you, like I Disney was watching. I'm trying to tell you, I was watching like The Hangover, fucking like ATL, Boys <laughs> in the Hood, Don't Be a Minute to South Central. I mean, Don't Be a Minute to oh. Society, you know, it's like that. Well, those are yeah. good ones. Yeah, good but ones, but they're not childhood movies. Anastasia was, Anastasia was the only one that deserved Watching justice. Watching Roll Bounce and shit. Anastasia is a, is a very beautiful one. Okay, John, what is your number two? My number two. I changed it. Okay. It oh. was Madagascar. Oh, I was going to put that on my list. It I was, love it was, Madagascar. It was the one where they went to Europe. I love that one. You're also most one. Oh, but, yes. But it's not that. It's Face Jam. And... I, just, I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it came back to me when Lindsay said she was wearing incredible socks. Um, I thought about the socks it's... that she bought me for Christmas, which are Space Jam socks. Where are they at? There's oh, some, my gosh. You mean you're not wearing them? I don't have yeah. any socks right now, but here they are. This is my boy Bugs Bunny. Oh, yes. my gosh. Classic. Classic. This one Hi, is, Thank you. This one is Marvin, uh, the Martian, the Martian boy. Yes. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really, really yeah. good movie, John. Um, you picked yeah, a good one. I love Space Jam because... Did you see they were making it? Yeah, they're making a second one with LeBron, and I can't really? wait to watch it. I cannot wait. That's going to be so good. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I love Space Jam because it's, like, it's so good. Like, it's like I looked at it the other day, and it's, like, you can tell it's made in, like, 90-whatever. But, like... Easily. But, like, I feel like at the time, that was probably, like, some advanced, like... The they never thought of doing that because like because like obviously now when you look at it you see Bugs Bunny standing next to Michael Jordan it's like okay you can tell this isn't yeah but it's still good and it's, it's such a good movie and plus I love basketball so I think it. that's another one just like one of those American classics like Scooby-Doo that yeah, I'm never everybody, gonna get everybody knows Space Jam and it has good music too. yeah Welcome to the Space Jam yes oh it's never yeah that was a really good one yes yeah, I remember watching that in um, ASP uh, it, in elementary school. John, you know what that is, right? Yeah. yeah. Why do you have yeah. to say it like that? I ASP. remember we thought we were so funny calling it <laughs> after school prison. Um, but, uh, Was it that bad? <laughs> no, I think everyone just, um, I don't know. I, I really liked it. I was friends with the adults. Um, I was first chosen in kickball well, for most really of the time. It because you were the annoying one that made it prison for those shy kids. Yikes. You know what? You know what? I think you're onto something. Because I was the extroverted five-year-old. I was the one that was like, do you want to, like, make berry soup with me? And they'd get creeped out. Yeah, but I remember watching it. And I, because I grew up next to Ashton, so, like, I was kind of, like, a tomboy for the first, like, part of my life. But, um, I remember we were watching Space Jam, and I was with all the boys. We were like, yeah, basket. Like, I've never really like been that into basketball but this movie like kind of like made it for me and I was like hell yeah and all the girls were like we don't like this movie can you watch something else not like I literally like without saying this but I literally turned around and said can y'all shut the hell up I said something like that in that attitude I got written up but it's okay it was worth it every single day Okay, I'm like getting heart palpitations. We're getting down to the number one. Lindsay, please okay. share. Elaborate your okay. number one childhood <laughs> My number one childhood movie that had the most impact on me is, drumroll please. <clears throat> Cars. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so, so hear me. listen, oh listen God. to me. Let, me. let me tell you all my points. Okay, please, so. Please. For cars, um, I believe it came out in two thousand one or two thousand five. I'm pretty sure it was two thousand one because that's the year I was born. I'm pretty sure it was two thousand one. When did Cars come out? Here she goes with her NASA toys. Girl, two thousand six. Girl. Two thousand six. Tell Alexis. Oh, two thousand six. Okay, so two thousand six. <laughs> I said that. What came out in? Like, 2001. It, Somebody I don't know. Else did. I don't know. Anyways, not the point. But so Cars came out in 2006. That was like 2005, 2006 was my kindergarten year, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I was literally like one. Yeah. Like, I remember watching it and being like, hold on. So, um, 
first things first, I've been waiting for this one. Turn it up. Lightning McQueen was my childhood crush. Yeah. <laughs> he was Interesting. so hot. He was so, John, no, you listen, listen. No, listen. He. Oh boy. Lightning McQueen made that movie for me. Okay? I know. You stole the Lightning McQueen book bag. Yes, I had it. I swear to God, in kindergarten, I had all the merch. I had the backpack. I had the sneakers. I had the pencils. I had the stickers. I had the lunch. But like, I swear to God, I had all. And my mom was like, are you sure you don't want a different backpack? And I said, no, bitch. I want the Lightning McQueen one. Life is a highway. Right. Literally, I want to ride it all night long. Um, I, I swear to God, I think I watched it so much that as a five-year-old or six-year-old, I had like the first 20 minutes of the movie memorized. Oh, oh I have my whole, yeah. I have my whole movie memorized. My number my one, whole part, My whole number one, I have it memorized. I, and like, and I'm not saying like, now that's not as impressive because, you know, we're older, but like as a five or six-year-old, like, like, but I was like, little. I'm just saying. I had Jesse yeah. memorized. I had certain episodes of Jesse mm. memorized. Hey, um, sorry. Uh, um, so, yes, Lightning McQueen, I swear to God, you guys, I, I think it, I'm in love with Owen Wilson. Like, I'm not even going to cap. That's the guy wow. who wrote Lightning McQueen. <laughs> I just, it's, there's something about that movie that really just, that really just, like, gets to me. And yeah. I remember when I was little having dreams with Lightning McQueen in them and, like, Girl. literally going oh, on dates with him. You was, she was I do not know. I do not know why or how, but... It, it happened, and I, I, you know what? I'm still in love with Lightning McQueen. I don't care what anyone says. All but, right. Um, <laughs> I remember going to Disney. Um, I think last summer, I think, or two summers ago. I don't really remember. But when I went to Disney with Tanacha, Maddie, and Sam, um, that's when Hollywood Studios opened up. Um, their little Cars attraction, and it's just basically like racing with Lightning McQueen, but like it's not a ride. It's just like a sit down area, and like. There's like a giant animatronic Lightning McQueen in the middle of the room, and there's like a wraparound 360 screen, and you're just like dry. It's just like an experience for little kids. But I remember, because <clears throat> Lightning McQueen is in like this little like uh, walled area, and it opens up. I remember as soon as it opened up, I was crying. The adults were looking at me like, like the adults <laughs> were looking at me like I was having a stroke or something. Really? But I was like, it's. I have videos on my Snapchat too. But I was like, Lightning McQueen. And like I was emotional because I just I literally I cannot tell you what it is, but I love Lightning McQueen. I really that do. was another incredibly iconic franchise that is never yeah. gonna go old. It's and, a classic. Oh right, and it really bothers me at how much like the people hate the second one. Like granted, it's not the best. It really isn't. Like it's it's kind of bad. I never hated not, it. Though. I never hated it either. I'm glad Mater got the spotlight for once. And when yeah. he and Lightning McQueen had that fight in the second one, you bet your ass I was crying. And when I went to go to the third one in theaters, when Lightning McQueen, spoiler alert, became the head coach for um, Cruz, I think. So it was kind of like he retired, but like he didn't even seem that old, but he retired to um, a head coach anyways. I'm about to cry thinking about it right now because it's just like, oh, she's crying. Thinking about like Doc coaching Lightning McQueen and then just all, oh my God, I can't, I can't, I cannot. Fun fact, every single Cars movie, I, I ended up seeing every single one in theaters. However, every time it came out, I ended up being in Mexico during the summertime. So I've only seen the movies in Spanish. I've never really? seen them in Interesting. English. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, also the Cars soundtrack, freaking slaps. That, they played that in English. So I got the That's original. Of that. yeah. is a Imagine they had a Spanish version. Oh, imagine they had a Spanish version. They could I not just, do that. All of it is just, in, oh my god! And also the adult jokes in there, like the um, Lightning McQueen's little fangirls, like the two little twin cars, and they're like, "We're the biggest fans!" That's awesome. they, they flash him with their headlights. Yeah. <gasps> you know, like when people flash. I know. When flashing. I finally, when I rewatched I it like a while ago, and I realized that, and then Lightning McQueen, oh, I love to be me. I said, <laughs> <laughs> "Ma'am." I was like, come pick me up, mom. I'm scared. I'll flash you with my lights any day. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Okay, so what's your movie? <laughs> Thank you for uh, listening to that. <laughs> that was an amazing one, Lindsay. And I, I knew I knew that was going to be in one of the top ranks for you. I just know you. All right. Here we go. 
I don't think this is going to be a surprise to anybody that this is my number one, but my number one childhood movie, and I think my favorite movie of all time, is the original 1992 Aladdin. Really? <laughs> of course, of course. So everybody, if you know me, you know that I'm obsessed oh, with Aladdin. I love oh, Princess Jasmine is my favorite Disney princess. So these are these are my reasonings. For one, okay, it was the first Disney movie in Disney history to represent Middle Eastern people, which was a very big deal for me, seeing a brown skin girl, girl. represented as a Disney princess. She was the first brown one coming out. She was gorgeous. I did some research, and this just made me fall in love with Aladdin a little bit more. So, for one, the role of Genie was written for Robin Williams. No one else would have been able to play the part but him. Rest in peace. I think he's amazing. Rest in peace. I miss him. Secondly, What's the movie? I, what movie? Night at the Museum. Jumanji. Oh, Jumanji. Oh, yes. He just Anyways, oh. so Aladdin, the idea of Aladdin came up because the writers, Disney princess writers, were tired of pretty much the same story. You have the focus on the princess, and she falls in love with a guy that you really don't know anything about. He's just a cardboard character that ends up saving her life and sweeping her away. Right. So What's they the wanted to focus on a Disney prince. So they created a Disney prince that was extremely emotional, extremely attractive, brown. Literally. Brown. Literally. I'm in love with him and it's a problem. I flirt with him at Disney sometimes. They based yeah. his face off, like his animation and his looks, off of Tom Cruise. Did I you saw know that? that? I saw that, yeah. I think I saw, I saw that like a while ago. I forgot about brown that. Tom Cruise, first of all. Secondly, they wanted to focus on the prince, but they also made the princess not as emotional at all. So they kind of switched um, gender roles. And her entire purpose of the movie was to get out of her palace and experience the real world, okay? Her a freaking son right, was a tiger. Is that not so badass? That, that is amazing. so freaking badass. The it costume, really is. She, she is. An unpopular opinion, but Jafar can get it, okay? He can get it from me. I think he is so sexy. Don't look at me like that. Don't I, look girl, at me I have to disagree is, with you on that one. Lizzie, you can't talk. You have <laughs> dreams with a car. Lightning McQueen automobile, baby. At least mine hey, has hey, hey, hang on, hang on. Literally a car. Hang on. Damn. <laughs> anyway, that is my number one movie. I also, of course, I loved the 2019 version that just came out with Naomi. What's her I, face? Scott. I, I haven't seen it. It's, it's wonderful. I think, it I think really, it's a wonderful movie. It's really good. And I heard yeah. a lot of people hate on that and The Lion King. And I'm like, y'all. I didn't. What? Lion King was boring. I didn't like it. I really liked it because of Donald Glover. And I guess Beyonce too. But like, I'm I mean, in love with Donald Glover. I, I love Beyonce. So I was watching it. But it was just boring. I liked it as a cartoon. I didn't really care. What I, I liked get about that. I get like, that Aladdin, that they kind of switched it up. Like, it wasn't like exactly. just. It wasn't the same action. story? It was a little. No, it was, not really. I think. It's like the same plot line, but like it has all the extra details in it that make it so much better. And Will Smith really, he did it. Yeah. He did it. I, did thought, I thought it was so funny because as soon as From Like Me came up, I was like, he can sing? He can! And like, I didn't realize that. And oh my God. Oh my God. On TikTok, another trend is the From Like Me dance goes, and like, I really want to learn it because the people that are doing it, like slower, make it look not as hard. It's just do really it. fast. I really, I really would like to learn it. I think it's the oh. most badass thing I've ever By the way. That whole cast in the live action, especially in a suit, could get it. Oh, of course. By the way, I'm saying this here on recording so that we can have it on the internet forever. Mark my words, I am going to play the role of Princess Jasmine in some sort of high production quality of Aladdin one point in my life. So everybody get ready for that. I'm saying it right now, May 5th, Period. 2020. If it doesn't it's happen, happening. I will sue. If it exactly. doesn't happen, I will sue. I will. It's not, it's not fair. Yes. Boo. A boo. Yes. All um, right, John. Also. You go. You go. Hmm. Also, sorry, real quick. I love Aladdin because it is about Aladdin. And Aladdin's songs, especially, oh my god, especially the riffraff, street rat, and um, one jump ahead of the spotlight, whatever that is. It's just, there's, I love to see it. I really do. And he is it's just so hot. And for what reason? There's no it's, nipples reason, you know? 
exactly. Oh, I actually think it was the first nipple animated in uh, Disney history. Mm. So, free the nipple. But he's just, oh, he's, he is something else, and I would give anything today to look like of him, for real. 100%. So sexy. I'm in love with him. All right, John, we're ready for okay. you. John? Okay, so, uh, y'all should know this right now. I have this whole movie memorized. It is the B movie. I think I know what it is. It's the B, B movie. movie. That, and that's why I did not put it on my list. Because this movie is... You know how I said, what movie did I say was it? I said Cat in the Hat was a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. This is that times 10, okay? That's true. It, it's introducing, you know, new love. You know, she fell in love with a bee. Who's out here falling in love with bees? Nobody. Right. But it lets, it, it's letting I you know. Not. It's letting you know that people who fall in love with bees are valid. <laughs> That's a life lesson you took That's from the bee movie? That's a life lesson. And it shows you Period. to be kind to others. Because you saw what happened when, I forgot his name, he was trying to kill Barry. Ten? Yeah, when he's trying to kill Ken? Barry. Yeah, yeah Kim, when he's trying, when he's trying to kill Barry. Yeah, that's why his girlfriend left him. That's exactly what he gets. So also, and it shows you to to go after what you want. He's the voice of Kronk. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't I get it. Know that. Wait, it, yeah, no, I love that the guy that Ken is the voice of Kronk because it's just it's so funny to me. Because like a big strong man who's afraid of a bee. And it's like it shows you that God's there what you want. Barry, he could have he could have got a regular job, you know, right. scraping the crud off the, the nectar pollen, whatever. Right. But no, he flew out there with the big boys. So And the fact that this movie is just like it contributed so much to the meme culture. That's so true. You like, you like jazz, jazz? You know? <laughs> like John, we are same time. Right yes. Now. But yeah, that's a great movie. That is the movie. Mm-hmm. It also taught us not to be afraid of bees. I mean, I'm still afraid. I'm still afraid of bees. Same. I tried so hard. I was like, they're just trying to do their own, like, they're minding their damn bees. Bees are friends. Wasps are of- enemies. Right. I'm less afraid of, like, the chunky bees, like the carpenter bees now, but wasps, I will kill one on site. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. I just- I'll throw something at it and, like, run inside, but, like, same thing. No, yeah. I can't. I'm terrified of wasps. I'm, like, getting nauseated. Sorry, Barry. Sorry. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, it just, that movie, it really, it really did, like, put us in check, you know? And for the internet, too. It really reset internet culture. And the fact that it has a real, like, um, like, crisis in it. Like, what happens when the bees die? Like, even though the bees didn't die in the movie, they just stopped working. It's the same thing. So why aren't people learning from that? Yeah. That's so true. I hate humans. Humans have always been stupid. Literally, me too. That's why... Literally, also, Wally and the Lorax had me so stressed out. I'm like, are people this fucking stupid? I'm like, just watch other people's mistakes. Damn. Wally was an incredible movie, and I think it's truly predicting the future. I hope I'm wrong. Honestly, I hope hope I'm wrong, too. I I remember watching Lorax with my friend, and she's like, this is what's going to happen in the future. I'm like, shut the hell up. No, it's not. And (laughs) not in my future. I'll be dead by then, hopefully. Also, can we just talk about how hot some of these cartoon characters are? The Wansler in the Lorax? Excuse me. <laughs> Lindsay, are, do you have a fetish for animations? Right. First, I'm not going to McQueen. say no. <laughs> Don't I, deny it. Danny Phantom. I'm really, I'm not going to say no. It's a problem. It's, a, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. It's 2020. We're accepting. Right. Am I bothering anyone by liking Danny Phantom? No. People who are in love with Danny Phantom, rise up. Give this podcast a like. I don't actually know how that works. Yes, on Spotify. Because that's possible. If you guys made it this far, please give us a like for Danny Phantom. (laughs) Please. Do something. (laughs) (laughs) You need, like, financial compensation if you made it this far for still listening. For real. I know I'm very annoying to some people. Uh, I would like to do this again, and if I'm not invited back, I'm never going to listen to you guys ever again. Lindsay, stop listening. Vivi, let's never invite her back. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Lindsay, can you just, like, go out of the frame for a second? John, Okay. I don't know. She's weird. (laughs) I don't even know No. I'm not, po- I'm not posting this. I'm not posting this. This is, this is ridiculous. Wait, we're just going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, I'll go make out with Lightning McQueen instead. I have we're going to do another one. We're going to do another one, DV. We're going to do another one without her. And then we're going to post yeah. that one. And then, and then we're going to tell her. her. Yeah, edit her. I'm just going to edit all her words out. I'm like, I don't know why. I'm like, your audio wasn't working. 
Okay, so anyways, thank y'all. Thank you guys. <laughs> thank y'all for listening. Um, if she's you making out. With she's making right out with her. I don't know what's going on. Y'all have a great day. <laughs> yeah, I did that in my dream once too. So do something about it. Um, also, if you made it this far, special thank you to Lindsay. Thank you so much for being our guest. Um, her Instagram is well, Lynn. Um, I would like to sponsor um, Honey. I mean, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> L-I-N-D-S dot S-N-Y-D-E-R. Not Lynn's dot her. spider. Please don't Please follow, follow me. I want clout. Oh, you guys. I wanted to tell you guys something. Okay. Listen to this. Chicken butt. Not one, but two sugar daddies followed me yesterday. I'm ending oh this. God. Y'all, me y'all too. have a great time. Me too. Bye. What's his name? I need money. I lost my 